welcome. How are you doing today? Even if your answer is not so well, this is still the right place to be. You're at OTR, Achieving Mental Health for Real, formerly Over the Rainbow. So why should you listen to this podcast? Well, like the title says, to achieve mental health that's real. We talk to people who suffer and battle real mental health issues. It gives you a chance to hear how they cope with their problems and hopefully recover or at least learn to manage and live with them. We also have, on occasion, a mental health expert that may be able to help with some of your issues. So relax and get ready to hear valuable information that can help and inspire you to achieve mental health for real. Now, here is Bob with today's interview. Thanks again, Amanda. Another excellent job reading that. Um, This is Bob Adelman, and you're here at OTR, Achieving Mental Health for Real. Today we have a very exciting show. We have Mr. Brett Stevens. He's a, a semi-rock star in, in my book. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we talk about a lot of good stuff. Um, his new book, uh, the audio book, of course, where you can get it and stuff. And it's just a very good show altogether. All right. If you enjoyed today's show... Make sure you check out my other episodes. And and by chance, if you haven't heard of Brett Stevens, he wrote the book Crossover, A Look Inside a Manic Mind, which chronicles three episodes of extreme manic depression, bipolar one, and also how he recovered. He's coming out with a second book that describes his recovery in more detail. And his first book just came out on audio books recently. Make sure you check that out. Okay. Here's the interview. Welcome back, Brett. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. That's good to hear. I heard you on a couple other podcasts. Um, one was the Depression Files. You did real good on that. Yeah, I've been doing a few podcasts, talking about the book, uh, getting comfortable speaking about living with bipolar disorder. And it's just very cool that there are so many outlets and places to go to talk about these things and obviously th- this show is one of them so uh it's, it's great to be here today as well um how's kayla kayla's good we've been living together for about six months so right when covid was about to hit is when we moved in yeah. together <laughs> so we've been spending a lot of time and it's, it's been great great way to start off you know relationship yeah that's good you get to know each other yeah and how's your mom doing? Mom is good. She lives up the street. Yep, she's doing well. We're staying in touch. We're staying safe. Yeah, okay, that's good. And dad's okay, too? Yep, yep, everyone's I, good. I didn't get a chance to talk to dad, but uh, maybe that'll be another <laughs> show. Yeah, sure. But the big news is that Brett's book, Crossover, A Look Inside a Manic Mind, mm-hmm. is now going to be on audiobooks. You can get it at Audible from Amazon or iTunes. And if you join the club, you can get two free books. The book is read by Mr. Mitch Schneiden. He does an excellent job. I listened to the book, and it's excellent. I was going to ask you, uh, throughout the book, what, what do you think your favorite part of the book is? What, what do you enjoy the most? So I think that 
you know, coming away from it a little bit now. It's been three years since I've had an episode and I, I wrote the book probably six, probably about a year after my last episode. So I was really in it and really thinking a lot about it. So when I come out of it, I just, I actually find the, the parts where I'm pretty manic and I'm just thinking and moving quickly and yeah, running through very dangerous stuff. Like obviously it's scary, but I find those parts to be the most interesting. And so, you know, I think at the end of the whole kind of development and basketball stuff, I go to college and then when I actually like, I missed my lab and I just say, you know, I'm done with this. And like, I think my favorite one is the birds one because I just like wake up and then that's the first real experience. I mean, in the intro, you get a little bit of what it's like, but then there's a, there's about 50 pages of development. And then, you know, the the next two, you know, 150 pages of the book are these like, you know, intense, fast things. So I like the bird section because it's the first one and you get a sense of that. And, and you know, the rest that follow are, are pretty similar, but I just like the, the first one really gets you involved. And I, I enjoyed reading that. And I don't want to give it away, but there is some action later on in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part of the book was pretty good. Um, it just shows how different you are from your alter ego that comes out. But it was pretty uh, intense. Yeah. Well, also, too, I think when you see someone on the on the sidewalk or someone who looks homeless and you're looking at them or you're just walking by and you're kind of wondering, like, how do they get there or what's going on in their head or why are they doing what they're doing? One of the, a little bit of the feedback that I've gotten was it helps you see that thought process. So sometimes it is scattered, but a lot of times there is kind of like a logical path to being like okay i can see why this person might be eating out of the garbage or might be looking over a bridge because you can kind of get that from the perspective that i wrote in and it's not completely random and scattered you know there are some like logical things that that i walk through that gets me to those places uh and that's what being mentally ill is just it's those things are not adding up so it's been about uh Four years since your last episode? It's been uh, c- coming up on four years, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, are you still exercising and eating right? Yep, still still on the routine. And actually, I think we were going to talk about the second book I wrote to kind of explain how you can go from that like dark place of being told that you have bipolar disorder to living a healthy life keeping it manageable, the things that work have been working for me. Obviously it's, it's different for everybody, but yeah, I, I still stick to my routine and it's working and it's yeah. not easy every day. It's kind of the, the buzz is fading <laughs> with, I'm going to, you know, blow out of bed this morning and do my, my routine and, and everything's going to be awesome. Right. You know, it's, it's just kind of settled into what I do now in, in my life, but it's something that I, I, I have to do and I, I continue to do it. So could you give a overview of what the second book is about? The second book, yeah, the second book is about recovery and the steps and the building blocks and how you go from, like, I have nothing on my calendar. I have no idea what medicine to take. I'm very confused, lost. 
I'm, I'm panicking, you know, really my, my life is a mess. And then, you know, three months later, fine. I figured out how to take my medicine, but I'm still depressed three months later, you know, all the way through it. And you, you can read the book to, you know, here's how you live a healthy, happy life. Things are really good. Here's, you know, for example, how you handle stress at work. Here's what it means to be bipolar. It, It doesn't necessarily mean to need to take your whole identity away. It can be a part of you, but it, it, it's written in the same perspective as the other book. So it's still kind of like first that person. first person. Oh, I can't get out of bed. I can't yeah. do this. I can't do that. This is impossible. You know, and by the end it's like, you know what? Like, I think I can, I got this and, and uh, what, what a journey to, to get to this point. Yes. Yeah, a long journey of recovery. So Brett, in the new book, who do you think it would apply to more? Who would get the most out of it? not going to apply to everybody just because it's a book about bipolar doesn't mean that it's going to be a kind of an exact situation for what everyone goes through. So what I've learned is thinking more on like, who is, who are the people that I really, really do think would benefit from the book. And I think it's going to be someone who, you know, might be college age, might be a little bit older and you have, a parent, you know, maybe you were in college and this happened, or you have a parent or someone that's that's helping you get what you need. But but okay, with all that considered, here's how you take your medicine. Here's how you stop taking drugs and alcohol. Like here are all the things that you still need to do to get to that place. Uh, kind of someone who's starting on a similar a similar place that I was in. I know that not everybody is is fully taking their medicine and doing all those things, even with some of the resources. So I feel like that's, that's more who I'm trying to speak to. And then family members and friends of people who have it, I think that's been overwhelmingly what I've gotten feedback on to, to help others understand what, what people go through. Uh, most people have someone that they know that, that struggles with this. And I've just seen that the, the book kind of clears up maybe what they go through. Yeah, it's always hard on families. Even with just ADHD, I read that um, there are more suicides and not just the person that has it, but also their family members. So it's it's tough. Um, Do you have anything in your book or do you know anything about what a person that doesn't have anybody coming out of the hospital and pretty much on his own, what he, what he can do. It's, I don't, it's hard for me. I mean, I know there's NAMI and there's to kind of sit down with, with someone who had a similar setup that I had, but just isn't necessarily getting it or not, not following what they need to follow. Uh, I feel like I provide a lot of value to those people. Um, more so than, than people who, you know, again, just t- tough for me to understand their situation. And, you know, I, I'm lucky I didn't have to be in that. So tell us more about this second book. When do you think it's coming out? It should be out. Uh, things are a little delayed right now <laughs> with COVID. But I would say over the next few months, it's in the page design phase. So it's been edited. They're just checking you know making it look nice on page and then there'll be like a, a cover and then it gets released and then ebook usually happens a couple weeks after that so over the next few months i'd say the second book would be out 
All right. And then I'm going to have to read it and give you another call. Uh, before that depression guy takes you. <laughs> hey, I'll talk to you first. Yeah, I got to get the scoop on, on, on family now. So. <laughs> now you got to do what you got to do. I know he has a big audience, and I hope to get one one day. And, you know, these things live forever. They're archived. You know, anybody can listen to them anytime. And that's what happens. Exactly. People do come yep. back and... You're up to like, I think almost a hundred hits online. So it's not that much different. You know, I'm retired now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. So, yeah. So I got all the time in the world to do it and I love to do it. So, so we're probably looking at a couple of months before a new book comes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've been, uh, I've been working and, and staying busy with things and i it feels like i wrote the book a long time ago and i haven't necessarily gotten back to that place that i was in when i was writing it you know when you get into something it's kind of on your mind a lot talk about a lot i think when the first book came out i was like very involved and thinking about it all the time and so that's what it's kind of nice with the second book it once it comes back out and once kind of finalizing it i'll really uh kind of dig in and be ready to you know, to, to really explain, you know, a lot of the detail, but for now, yeah, you know, yeah. And I mean, I, I what I remember is I, I sat down and I went back to, you know, it starts that I'm sitting in a, right. I'm sitting in the doctor's office and he it just starts by me, him saying to me, like you have bipolar disorder. It's the first line and just all this mess and panic and right. really kind of like uh, something along the lines of like, what what is bipolar disorder like i was about to find out and then it just goes into you know i have a blank calendar and then i have to figure out how to take my medicine and then kind of like i was saying before but it's it's not a progressive thing right, right. that happened you know you're Up not always getting better mm-hmm. you know with depression you you have a, a couple good things happen and then it's just a crash and it's like you're you feel uh-huh. worse than you did before right. but you didn't even recognize that you are actually doing better like overall than you were in the beginning and, and so you know i could be doing a bunch of night, good things feeling feeling well and then you know i just try to go for a run and i can't even go because i'm just tired and i just and then I beat myself up, and, and now it's the whole day was terrible. Some days you wake up, and you just don't have any energy, and it just, it's just a bad day. But, um, you know, I take it a day at a time. You know, I'm 62, so just one day at a time. I think the little, thing, I think the little things are important, and, I, and really, like, that's what I was trying to portray in the second book in terms of, you know, like look, you take the new medicine, it makes you hungrier and it makes you tired. <laughs> so you might put on some weight because there's two things working against you and it's not so easy to, to stay fit right. in the first place. And, and, and just, just having the awareness that that's a very difficult situation no. and to not take it to another place of, well, now I'm, I'm out, you know, now it's getting worse and worse because I'm out of shape. Cause I, really wrote about that in the beginning of, you know, I'm just out of shape and this is, you know, just really beating myself up more than the illness was actually beating me up in the beginning. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's hard to tell 
what's the depression and what's not, you know, it sometimes, yep. uh, I mean, even if you, I mean, I don't think anyone's perfect. I mean, everybody has anxiety and panic and, you know, depression and things like that. So everybody has a good day and a bad day. So I think, I mean, that you're no different. You have your good days, you have your bad days. Um, but it sounds like you've got it even healed with the medicine and, and all the other supplements that you do take. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy. Yeah, I, I just want to say I'm really happy for you. I mean, if you never come on the show again, it's not going to bother me. Uh, <laughs> just saying, but I know because I, I have a small audience right now. But That doesn't bother uh, me. You know. Well, thank yeah. you. I, I was thinking too that one for for individuals with bipolar, and I'm I'm sure there's depression like mixed into this somewhere. But I think there's a misunderstanding of when you are in the hospital and you're getting your medication. I think that people believe that when you you're getting better in the hospital and then you leave the hospital and then you're you're getting better and you're fine. Whereas I think what mine, well, my, the second book will show you is that I still am manic for the next like two, three months out of the hospital. Like even after getting the Medicaid, you, you know, so, so right. it's not this clean break and now everything's normal and I'm a little sad and depressed. It's, I'm, you know, we're still trying to go out well, in a public place and I'm still hearing voices and you know, all, all that is still happening. And now, you know, not until six months, Am I really kind of like settled with, okay, like yeah, yeah. that I hear that, but it's not real and it's fine. And then, you know, a year later, it's like, I don't even hear it. And that's kind of where, you know, how you recover. I mean, it was a normal depression that I don't know if you call it normal, but I can understand exactly what you're saying about, you know, not wanting to talk to people. Like I always just wanted to be by myself when I was in that position. I never wanted to talk to anybody. I always just wanted to sleep, I guess, or or do something myself because um, it, it, it's tough to go back into the world and just say, hey, you know, I'm okay, I'm great, I'm doing good. It's hard and you did it. You know, I admire the fact that you did such a good job at that. I mean, uh, I mean, it's just great. And you got, you know, had Kayla and... You guys are doing great. And... Yeah, I, I think it's hard because with with the mania, and, you know, my book is more focused on mania than depression, but there's obviously both. And the second one is a lot more depression. But you have to think if you're, if you're seeing, feel, if all of your senses are telling you one thing, that, you know, these delusions, and you're seeing things that aren't real, and then you start to get better, Think about how vulnerable and scared and unsure of yourself you're going to be when you walk out into right. the world and you hear something or see something. You, you you have to restart and learn, you know, what what is real, what is not real, what does it actually feel like to take a walk, to yeah. talk to someone. Can people tell that you have it? So all yeah. this is this is the tough stuff. It's just getting back to feeling comfortable in your own skin because it was just kind of taken away from you. Uh, like to your core, you've been rattled and no one can see it. <laughs> you know, you're not wearing a, 
a cast or anything. It's just you're just rattled and no one can right. see it. You you were I mean, as a kid you were very dynamic with the basketball and, you know, the poker and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, I just think that uh just just to get into a state where you're you're able to stabilize yourself and be happy is is a big victory for our side, you know, because a lot of times we, we lose out, you know, with the people take their lives or I really think that it's an inspiration because bipolar one is, is terrible. I mean, I, you know, I feel for you, but I, I think a lot of people out there, uh, will get inspired by something like this. And I think you're doing a lot of good, you know, for everybody. And I'm just happy that I met you and that, you know, we got a chance to do a couple of shows. Yeah. It's great. I, th- I mean, um, thanks. I, I, I think it kind of goes back to also, I have, I have support. I have, I have the things around me working my favor, but yeah, I really, I would love to speak to the people that, have a similar setup that I do, but are not mm-hmm. getting the results. Cause I actually believe that I might be able to provide more value just to reiterate that. Right. Um, it's easy to, you know, you, I, I don't know. I'm trying to switch the seat around. If I, when I was depressed or manic and I'm, here's a story of someone who had those issues, but turned out to be, to be good and, and happy, right. not in the place to mm-hmm. even, care honestly (laughs) you know but but i think there is a phase where you want to learn and if you're stuck those those are the that's the group of people that that i would love to talk to or answer questions or kind of give give my two cents to compliment their you know you might find them at like a 12-step meeting they must have bipolar you know group meetings you know i know they're out on facebook and all that so I I don't know if you ever talk on Facebook. No, I have I've mainly just been like trying to promote the book and then handling the social media accounts, and I've gotten a lot of good stuff there that I've been handling. But I I'm this is more of like a uh, I don't want to say a hobby because it's very very important okay. to me and and a very close part of my life. But I don't spend as much time on this as I do you know the other parts of my life right now. But it it's always there. You know, it's something I, I think at a certain time in my life, it, it might become, you know, much more of a, okay, this is like what I do now. So just always open to, to helping any, anyone. But right now I don't, I'm not being as proactive as maybe I could be in terms of finding those groups right. of people. I mean, um, myself. you know, we, we kind of keep in touch a little bit on, you know, texting back and forth, but you know, I really appreciate your friendship and, you know, that's more important than how many people I have listening. I mean, if we save one person, that's good enough. I mean, if if we save one person that has this and thinks it's hopeless and you can't get better, if we do one person, to me, that's good enough, you know? Absolutely. And and I I don't want to downplay the, the show at all. It's, it's nice to be here. And I get a lot of great feedback from from being on the show as well. So I wouldn't take anything away from that either. Yeah, I mean, the original shows did great. Um, you have a yep. lot of followers. <laughs> and, uh, it's, you know, it's just great to talk to you and, and keep, keep abreast of what's happening. And 
I mean, when that new book comes out, uh, it's going to come out on Amazon, right? Right away. I mean, when it comes out. All right. So at that point, I'll I'll call you again and say, uh, yep, hey, I'll, tell I'll me about there. the book. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's I mean, awesome. This is probably the third <laughs> time I read your book. So I know your life by by heart now. But but it's good. Yeah, but the audio book is terrific for people like me with dyslexia, and my son has it also. He reads or listens to a lot of audio books. So that's really good. Um, and you can go out and if you join the club, you can get two books free. So it's Audible by Amazon, and uh, iTunes also has a club, I believe. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, Audible, iTunes, and I think Google Play. Oh, Google Play as well. Okay. That sounds terrific. Well, I won't keep you too long. Um, no, half hour is yeah. a good time. <laughs> but really, there's not a lot to talk about. Your new audio book is great, and uh, I'm very anxious to hear about your second book. Are you... Um, are you going to put audio books out right away on that one? Yeah, the the book will come out, and then a couple weeks later, okay. the ebook will be out, and I'm hoping the audio book will be out sooner because I I really liked working with uh, Mitch. He was awesome, and we it took us a it took us a couple. Yeah. We we worked really well together. It took us a while to kind of find our groove and, and get the formatting correct. But I think we got it, so I'm hoping the second book we can just pick up right from there, and it won't take as long. But yeah, we should probably have all three of those. Yeah, he was excellent. I thought he read everything very well, and you know, put the right expressions where they they should be, and all that. So he he was it. Yeah, there's a lot of different voices that he had to do. <laughs> so he, he he kind of yeah, I thought he did a great job too. Yeah, he did a great job. It's been a pleasure talking to you and uh i look forward to talking about the new book and uh i really appreciate you coming on the show i i, I just appreciate you hanging with me and and doing it together and it, it's just great yeah. i love it so i feel the same uh thanks for having me again and uh yeah we'll we'll catch up when the second book's published and out there we'll we'll catch up again okay that was brett stevens He's got a new audio book coming out for his Inside a Manic Mind crossover. Um, make sure you go out and get it if you want to listen in the car while you're going to work or whatever. And, um, I mean, he's a great guy. I He's a guy with a lot of courage, and he inspires me. Okay, then, uh, if you wanted to talk to Brett, uh, you could write me at over the rainbow bob at gmail.com. It's over the rainbow bob at gmail.com and I'll forward the email to Brett. Um, or else you can contact him directly. I'll have all the stuff in the description of the pro program today. And my Twitter feed is at over the rain one bow. That's at over the rain one bow. And also, I have Facebook and, of course, Instagram. Just look for OTR, Achieving Mental Health for Real. It's been real, and I'm glad you guys 
Have a long life, man. Take care.